0: Attention architects and creative minds, get ready to supercharge your brand with Build Your Brand, the podcast that's unlocking the secrets of branding success for creatives. Hey there, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my friend, architect marketing expert, Jeff Eccles at Build Your Brand Podcast, where he explores the captivating stories of the world's top brands and transforms their lessons into powerful moves for small firm architects and creatives like you. In season one, Jeff shares the thrilling tale of Southwest Airlines, where he dissects their journey to the summit and distills it into strategies tailor-made for you.
1: It's important to keep in mind that companies like Southwest compete in the real world, just like you, and face real-world challenges, just like you. You might be surprised at how similar those challenges are to the struggles that you grapple with on a day-to-day basis.
0: Don't miss out on your blueprint for success. Subscribe, tune in, and let's build your brand together.
1: When it comes to a business context, when it comes to what a lot of people on this trade show floor do, they they talk about building communities, but they don't get it. Right, community is a big buzzword. It is, a, it is right a buzzword. Now. Yeah. Right. And Everybody
0: wants to build a community,
1: quote right, right. And unfortunately, a lot of the companies look at you know their version of building community is basically free tech support. Right. You know, some some version of that. But what happened with Context and Clarity was there was a true meeting Right. There was trust. There was give and take. There were all those things that you need to build true relationships. And and, and the really unique thing about it was that we had never met each other. Right. M- many of us had never met each other. Yeah. And so 30, 40, 50 people show up in this community every single day, care for each other, love each other. Like you said, we, we had a, a community member pass away. Um, thousands of dollars were raised yeah. uh, for his family. Within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, you know, a lot of things happened. And these are people that are invested in each other and had never physically encountered each other. Welcome back to Context & Clarity, the place where authors, experts, and thought leaders come to have engaged conversations with entrepreneurial architects just like you. I'm Jeff Eccles and every Tuesday afternoon on Context & Clarity Live, my co-host Katie Kangas and I and our live audiences that join us from all across the internet, we all have a conversation with a special guest to search for clarity around the things that matter most to you, the architect, no matter what your context is. This is a special episode for a couple of reasons. First, my friend Mark Arlapage and I recorded this live from the Arcat booth on the expo floor at the AIA National Conference on Architecture in San Francisco a few weeks back. And second, because this is our final episode before we take a break for the summer. Context and Clarity Live will be back for our fall season beginning in September. Now, as I said, this is a special episode and this is a personal and meaningful conversation for me because Mark and I talk about why we started Context and Clarity and the impact that now more than three years of these conversations have had on our community, on the profession of architecture and on me personally. So if you're new to Context and Clarity, this should provide a little bit of background for you. And if you've been around a while, first, thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope that you'll find this conversation as meaningful as I did.
0: All right, all right, all right. Wrapping up the end of the day here with a friend of mine, Jeff Eccles. Host of Context and Clarity, VP of Community Development at Entree Architect, and doing all kinds of things all over the place. I wanted to wrap up the end of the day here at the AIA conference. What a great conference. Huge turnout here in terms of uh, vendors and, and uh, architects. A lot of people here. And so I just... Uh, Hi, Jeff. Hi, Mark. Good to have you here.
1: It's great to be here. It's great to be one of fourteen or fifteen thousand people here. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It is a lot of
0: people. Yeah. What we need to do is get about ten thousand of them right here with us, so we can uh, talk to them.
1: Gather around, yeah. everybody. Gather, gather around. We want to talk. So we, uh,
0: I wanted to talk about context and clarity, which is a podcast that you started, and uh, there's a big long story to that. <laughs>
1: Versus a big long story. And, uh, it's a long, long story, actually.
0: And and I think I think it also ties into why this conference today is so busy, mm-hmm. because when we first yeah. started Context and Clarity, which I want you to tell the story of how it started, it was it was beginning of the pandemic. Right. So share share
1: how Context and Clarity got started. Okay. Correct me when I get the details wrong, but April third, no. two thousand twenty, you and I were talking on one of our. Many conversations that we've had, you know, as friends and collaborators over the years. April third, 2020, the world had already shut down. All right, it was shutting down. It already shut down, and we said, "Hey, uh, people are going to want or need a place to connect because offices were shutting down, coffee shops were shutting down." Uh, just a week or two before, I had had coffee with one of my regulars back then, a friend of mine. And he said, We're sitting in a coffee shop and he said, You know what, in two weeks this is going to exist anymore. And he was right, almost to the day. Two weeks yeah. later, everything had shut down. Uh he was looking at the at the news and everything. And and you and I were talking April 3rd and said, Everything's shutting down. Where are people going to go? How are they gonna connect with each other? Where's the community going to go? How are they gonna find camaraderie? How are they not going to feel isolated? And and I think the answer was, Well, I don't know, but maybe we can do something about this. All right. And so There was a lot of fear. There was a lot, a lot of fear, a lot of fear. Even, even, and this'll, this'll be a recurring theme, right? But even when at the very beginning, COVID was going to last three weeks, right? But still, a lot of fear. Everything's shut down. I can't go here. I can't go to the gym. I can't do whatever. It's shutting down. And so you said, well, what if we, what if we give them a place? What if we give them a place to connect? And I said, all right, (laughs) let's let's give them a place to connect. So we. April 6th, 2020, we launched the first show. It wasn't called Context and Clarity that first day, but we we hosted the first show. And I don't remember, maybe six or 10 people showed up. It was live, online, conversation, half an hour. Yeah, and it was just on Facebook at first. Just on Facebook. Just at the Facebook
0: group, the Entree Architects Facebook group, which is a private architect-only group. Right. And that's where our community has formed over the last, I don't know, 10 years. Right, And now, today, there's 8,000 architects in that group. Right. And uh, and so that's where we started
1: it. We just said, okay, we're going to show up for a week. Yeah, that was it. We're going to show up. Yeah. We're going to show up and we're going to invite people to come. And e- even at the very beginning, there was sort of a topic of the day, right? This yep. is what we're going to talk about today. And a handful of people showed up first day and more showed up the second day and more the third day. And I joke about this all the time. It's, you know, when we when we talk about the business of architecture, when we talk about starting a business, running a business. One of the things that we talk about that's important is you need to have a succession plan from the very beginning as part of your your business plan. You need to have a succession plan, and we never did. We, right, we never that's had right. a succession plan, Uh an exit strategy for Context and Clarity. So we kicked this thing off three four. Days a weekend, all of a sudden we've got ten people, twenty people showing up. It took about two weeks to extend from half an hour to to an hour long conversation, right? And I dropped off that after that first week. Right? I asked you, hey,
0: can you can you take this over for you know a week or so? Yep. <laughs> yeah, honest, a week so. Yeah, yeah, because it's only in goes. the last three weeks, right.
1: right? Right. And and I did, and we kept it going. And I, you know, I don't looking back, I don't actually know what the average number of people that would show up on a daily basis was, but. There, there was a time where it was probably 40, 50 people yeah, yeah, on average yeah, every sure. day for an hour. Um, it became part of the community's daily routine. It did. It, it did. Was- and it was it was as it was supposed to be, as it was imagined to be, it was a place that they could come right and connect with each other. And it just so happened that we connected around the topic, so it became education, it became edifying. Um, not only from the, for the social aspect, which it certainly has been, um, but also, Hey, we can learn something. We can figure out how to do. It. I can, I can hear what other people are doing and with, with this, or when a client does this, or, or a lot of it was, was very COVID related. How, how are you running this? How are you doing this? Uh, how do you relate to clients when, when you can't go to their house or, you know, whatever the specifics were? And, yeah, we, we kept going and COVID kept going and we kept going and yeah. COVID kept going and we kept going. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and and what is interesting is that we started it because that fear that was there, right. right, that that was very, very clear everywhere in the world. Right. Everyone was sort of very concerned with what was happening. And so no one's ever been through a pandemic before right. in our lifetimes. Right. right. So you don't know what to expect. And. And what we wanted to do is just give our community, the people who we love and care about, right? Some continuity, some consistency, something exactly. that they can rely on every day is going to happen at four o'clock. Jeff's going to show up every day at four o'clock. Right. And, uh, and like you said, it just, you just kept going. So you, you did every day, four o'clock to five o'clock. Right. For how many episodes?
1: 730.
0: 730 consecutive, except for when you decided to take a, a vacation <laughs> we could talk about that a little bit yeah there was cuz that. that that was uh that that was that's part of the history of contact right. clarity so we'll come back to that yep um so like 700 700 and what was it 730 730 consecutive daily conversations and i want i want for people who haven't been there who are not part of those conversations you're hearing us on a podcast, so you know you might think that this was a daily podcast. This was Jeff coming into the Facebook group on a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. which is just Jeff on a video, right? He's not he's not seeing everybody else, right? So we would have 50 people show up, right? But you wouldn't see those 50 people. You would just see a little number at the top of the screen right, that says right. "There's 50 people watching you." Right. So talk about the the, the concept of the show and how it logistically worked. Because 730 consecutive episodes is amazing. But you, but when you hear what you actually did for 730 episodes, pretty amazing. Be yeah. Even more amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's really bizarre. So April 6, 2020 to April 6, 2023. Three years to the day. To the day. 730 episodes. And so the way that it worked was I'd go live and I'd do my intro, you know, to open the show every day. People would start coming into the live from Facebook. And I'd see the number go up in the corner. And there, there would always be a, t- we started with a question. Right. Every day, you know, and question. you'd post
0: that in the group in the morning. Exactly. So everybody
1: knew what we were going to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Prime the pump in the morning. Uh, everybody knows when they, sh- or if they saw the post, if they paid attention to the post, they would know what the, what the topic, what the discussion of the day would be. And I'd ask that question just to start talking. And, and the, the thing that I guess no one else has experienced, but me is, and you know, I was sitting there in my studio, in my basement with three screens in front of me. So I've got my spreadsheet, I've got all my things open. But essentially what's happening is I'm looking at a screen. I'm looking at myself right, on a screen. So a lot of people say, oh, I, I, I have trouble presenting online because there's no one to look at, right? I need someone in an audience or I need someone standing behind a camera, somebody to relate to. I was talking to myself. Literally. Th- <laughs> literally talking to myself <laughs> for three years. Every day for three years, an hour a day, talking to myself, looking at myself. And by the way, when you do this through Facebook, there's about a six or seven second delay. So I'm looking at myself, talking to myself, and I guess in a way talking back to myself seven (laughs) seconds later. And then people are making comments. Right, you know, right. I've got I've got sort of a, a rolling commentary, like because it was called the, the context and clarity conversation. Right, right. So right. you weren't literally
0: talking to yourself; you right. were talking to 30, 40, yeah. 50 yeah. people. Just,
1: yeah, it wasn't my monologue. It wasn't right. an hour long monologue. It was a conversation, and you know, there's the, the question, the topic of the day. Think of watching a baseball game or a basketball game where you've got the the uh, the color person, the play by play person. That's sort of what it was: is doing doing play by play, telling the story. And then other people from the audience, the the twenty, thirty, forty, fifty people that would show up, they're adding to that. And so I'm reading, and this is this is where it gets even more bizarre, I guess, because I'm looking at myself, talking to myself, reading. You, you know, you make a comment, I'm reading your comment right. back to you. Yes, and, and so it's, it's and then just, commenting on what you just right. read. And, and then giving commentary <laughs> on your comment, right? right? It's, right. So, it's, so you're
0: doing play by play and color commentary all at the same time. Yeah. True text that you're reading exactly. and, and yeah. pre- presenting back on a video yeah. that people are watching live. Yeah. I think that probably the biggest failure
1: is that we don't have any video from my side of the screen. Right. There's no, no There's video. A, yeah. Because that would, I think, for somebody to see that and watch that and go, this is really,
0: really crazy. That's why I wanted to talk to you about this here because this yeah. is a documentary of what you did. Right. right, We talked about what it is and how it works before, but we've right. never really got into the details like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, 730 consecutive episodes, you talking to yourself, 30, 40, 50 people showing up every day for years. Yep. And, um, and commenting, right? And not only commenting back to you, but now they're starting to comment back to one another. Having right?
1: conversations with each other through their comments, through their texts, basically.
0: All right. And so, through those text comments, and people were replying to other people's comments, and you reading those replies to those people's comments, right? right there there became not only did there was there that opportunity where we can be there every or you could be there every day for this community and allow this community to come together consistently day after day, but now there's relationships and networks starting to right. happen among yeah. the audience of who's showing up right a, a true community, a family really a context oh, right, family, right. family yeah. who who really through seven hundred and thirty episodes. Came to care about one another and love one another and share. And they, you know, if somebody in that group had a crisis, there would be 30, 40, 50 people yeah. there for that person because of this relationship Absolutely. that was being built through this, yeah. this uh, program. What, what would we even call context and clarity? Well, um, how would you introduce it? Cause you always introduced it. So there was a specific name that you gave it, but well, you a,
1: called it the conversation, the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I so I presented. We're we're at AI National today. Obviously, last year at AI National, I presented on building community and and using the idea of community building as a business development tool. The the idea of when when AI National reached out to me and asked if I would would speak last year, the idea for that talk really came from what we achieved through context right. and clarity. Because we, you know, no offense to certain types of of uh, companies that are here, certain categories of companies that are here, but a lot of people don't, when it comes to a business context, when it comes to what a lot of people on this trade show floor do, they they talk about building communities, but they don't get it. Right, community is a big buzzword. In a, our industry it is a right buzzword, now. yeah. Right, and everybody
0: wants to build a community, quote right, unquote.
1: Right, and unfortunately, a lot of the companies look at, you know, their version of building community is basically free tech support. Right. You know, some, some version of that. But what happened with Context and Clarity was there was a truth meeting. Right. There was trust. There was give and take. There were all those things that you need to build true relationships. And, and, and the really unique thing about it was that we had never met each other. Right. M- many of us had never met each other. Yeah. And so 30, 40, 50 people show up in this community every single day, care for each other, love each other. Like you said, we, we had a, a community member pass away. Um, thousands of dollars were raised yeah. uh, for his family. Within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, you know, a lot of things happened, and these are people that are invested in each other and had never physically encountered each other, and, actually, and never saw one another. Because we're talking one? about
0: text communication right. towards right. one another that you are reading, right? Helping to build those connections, right? But they they actually never, other than the Facebook icon. Most of them didn't even know what the others looked like exactly. other than that yeah. icon.
1: Yeah, you get the little circle with the, whatever your, your profile picture is and the name next to it.
0: Which is what you were looking at too, right? Yeah. You were building a relationship that's... with these icons.
1: Exactly. And the personalities building... that,
0: yeah. that are coming from the typing. Yep. That's... And,
1: and where they lived. Right. You Because know, I always ask that, where are you? Who are you? Who, who are you? Where are you? And I started to learn. Right. You know, here, here's their what their icon looks like. Here's what their name is. Here's where they're from. I could remember those things. Just word association, basically, is what it boiled down to. Um, and, and that that began to build a true community in 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 the most pure, real sense. We almost accidentally, purposefully, accidentally built a real community. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we did
0: is we built. We we laid the foundation for community yeah. to happen. Right, right. And we did it because of you know, what communities always are built upon, right? They're, right. they're built upon caring and sharing and learning from one another. Right. Right. That's how a real community in, in the world happens, right? Yeah. With a physical community, right. They come together for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we started this community, not intentionally to build community. We were just, because we already had the community, right. Uh, the Facebook group was already a close knit community just because the, the culture of that Facebook group is very, sharing and caring. Right. Um, but we gave them an opportunity to come together on a daily basis and yeah. do that on a regular basis.
1: Yeah. I mean the, the bottom line is if you provide a platform, you provide a safe place, you provide consistency, right? So now I I know what to expect. I know that I can come here and I can openly share, right, in that in that safe place. Right. And I know that's a sort of a buzz term too, but it, it's real. But that has to be true and authentic too. It absolutely, has to be all of that has to be true and authentic. And, and it's it's like planting your garden, right? You you you've got the foundation, you've got the fertile soil, you've got all the things, and then you give the plants a place to, to thrive. And that's that's really a great analogy for building community. And that's what happened. Um, you know, you mentioned part part of the history, October eighth of twenty twenty, I guess it was. I was looking at the screen. And I, you know, seeing the little circles, the yeah. the profile pictures and the names. And at some point I real at some point I was confused. You know, I, I see this picture and I see a name and I saw a comment and for whatever reason I'm looking at them and they didn't match up in, in my mind, they didn't match up right. and I couldn't figure out why. And then at some point my brain starts going, well, that, you know, that name doesn't go with that picture because again, it was word association. You know, I'm, I'm, associating pictures and and names, I guess, together. But in my brain, they suddenly weren't matching up. And then the next step was I'm looking at words, and I recognize them as words, but I don't know what the words are. Mm. And um, so long story short, within a few minutes, I was over at the stroke unit at the hospital that's five blocks from my house. And um, it was a very scary day. It it, it was a scary day. You know, the diagnosis was... uh, uh, TIA, which is often called mini stroke. Yep. Uh, it took a while to figure out, you know, what the cause of that was. But you know that that idea of the the people sharing and caring. I know that when that happened, you know, and part of that, I got into it. I, I obviously at some point knew something was very wrong, and I couldn't even remember how to stop. I couldn't remember how to turn it off. And eventually, I saw a red button. I thought that must be it. So I hit the red button.
0: small firm entrepreneur architects get ready to build a better business with the entree architect podcast where business meets architecture hey it's mark arla page the host of entree architect podcast join me every week for inspiring interviews with passionate people that share proven strategies to help you build a better business
1: if you think there is a problem one you can't make a move until you have a plan in place the accountability chart really helps plan okay for the business six to 12 months out this is what we need.
0: We cover it all from financial management to marketing, sales, productivity and beyond. There's two sides of it right so there's the one when you don't have any work so you're like well I'm either going to charge enough to be profitable or I'm going to go out of business or you have so much work and you have backlog and you don't need any more work so you charge way more.
1: I'd also say lagging measures one of the best like the best, best, best. (laughs) So for any client for any professional service um, company, if you're going to take one thing away from what we're talking about today, is to look at a number called the labor efficiency ratio.
0: Entree Architect is not just a podcast. It's your secret weapon for success. With over 500 episodes. It's one of the longest running architecture podcasts in the world. You're sure to find the information you need to elevate your business. Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe now and join the community of small firm entrepreneur architects building better businesses.
1: And I know that people started texting and sending yeah. messages back and forth like hey I, something I started wrong. getting
0: texts. Chris Chris right. Novelli was the first one, but I think John Jones also yeah. several people who had my contact information cuz I didn't see it. Yeah. People who were there and were watching what was happening knew that something bad happened. Right. Didn't know what happened, yep. but knew that something bad had happened and started texting me. And I didn't have any other contact information for you
1: other than your contact, you know, your text. Right.
0: And yep. you were in the hospital.
1: Yep. I was, so, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, these people you're talking about that are caring for each other, et cetera, and something happens and people are jumping in. I I was in the ER, initially or or stroke unit part of the ER and I'm getting texts. I'm getting texts from the community, you know, about what's going on. And so, I mean, that, that's just, that's a scary but small example of, of what the community uh, has done. And of course, you know, you fast forward and there's lots of other examples including poorly named events. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, we, we in February of 2021, we launched the live interview version of Context and Clarity. So that's Context and Clarity Live. Yeah. Explain what that is. So that's a a separate thing from the conversation. It's basically a spinoff, right? And so the idea was, again, we would have a topic, but we would now have a guest that we would interview. And Catherine McPhail was, uh, for the first year and a half, two years, was my co host. And we would have a guest on. And and the list of guests is is pretty wild and amazing. Um, But we would, We would talk to these guests about what was important, whoever they were and whatever they did, what's important for a small firm architect, a small business owner, an entrepreneurial architect, what's important for them to take away from whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you talk about. And um, so we launched that in February. And I think it was about June of that year, we had a, actually, this was not the guest canceling. This was me needing to cancel because I, I got jury duty. I got jury duty one week and we had a really big name bucket list guest. And I knew that I couldn't risk, right? What if I get chosen for jury duty and I have to cancel on them at the last minute? I knew that would, that would be disastrous. So I reached out to their team early and I said, I may or may not get chosen, but I think we need to reschedule. And it was late. and We didn't have a backup plan. And so we had three, people from the community on the context and clarity live that Thursday and we called it a member spotlight. It was the first member spotlight. And we're having this conversation. We're learning about these three members of the community and the three of them hatched this idea. And I, I thought, okay, this is funny. <laughs> this is a joke. Um, it's, what a great idea. There's no way they're going to pull this off, but they, they said, Oh, we should have echo stock like Woodstock. Right. We should have Ecclestock and we can get together. We can have conversations and we can play music and, and all of this. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Terrible name. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. ha, ha, ha. Terrible name. You know, and long story short, they did it. They pulled it off in Northern Vermont during COVID. I mean, still, this this was, uh, what, October, I think, of 2021. In Northern Vermont, 20 people showed up. And and James, James Polk made T-shirts for it in the whole bit. In the theme of the original Woodstock, and what was to me what was really crazy about that event was number one that people wanted to show up, but of those twenty people, there was only one person out of those twenty that I had ever met before in person. Right, but you knew all of them, but I knew all of them. I had never even met Catherine before in person. She's my she's your co host yeah. for almost a year at this point. <laughs> I'd never met her before. She picked me up at the airport in Boston, but we got to the resort. Jay's Peak Resort in northern Vermont, and you walk in the room, there's 20 people, 19 people who you don't know, and it's like you know every single one of these people. It's like walking into a room filled with old friends that you've never met before. That was probably one of the most bizarre experiences of my life, because it's like I know every, I recognized every, I've never met them, I've never seen them, the only thing I've seen is their little profile picture, I recognized every single person in the room. And knew every single person in the room and knew where every single person in the room was from. And, you know, a big part of their backstory and their business and everything else. And that that to me was an incredible testament to the community that we had. You know, the whole bit of 20 people saying, oh, it's COVID, but we're, we're still going to go and, and do this. And then, like, oh, yeah, here we are, a whole bunch of friends getting together like, like a high school reunion or something. Yeah. Um, but you never met before. And, and that was that was that was a pretty amazing uh, a pretty amazing time.
0: Seven hundred and thirty consecutive episodes, one hundred plus context and clarity live
1: interviews. Thirty six right now, I think.
0: Um, Those still go the pod. Yes, they they happen every Tuesday at two p.m. Eastern time. Yep, shift the day and time. And uh, and the podcast has been going. You know, for it's evolved over the years, um, but this that that is has been consistent as well when your context and clarity conversation ended you, you ended it after three years to the day yep. decide okay you know i you know after 730 episodes you can't do it forever right it has to everything has to have a beginning and an end yep. and so you know, we decided that okay this this three-year anniversary is a good opportunity to to end this so we can continue to grow other things right because it was it, there were a, a need to continue to evolve and grow other things that day was a really uh, powerful day, hard to explain. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of people were really, really upset that that ended yep. and a lot of, I, I would I would guess that there probably were tears that 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 ended. That show context and clarity, the conversation uh, meant a lot to a lot of people what I wanted to know as we wrap things up, cause we're going to have to wrap, wrap up our conversation here soon. I want to know what it meant to you to have those 730 consecutive conversations, build that relationship, the relationship with all of those people. How did it impact you in your life?
1: Well, I think, you know, there were so many people that talked about having that place to go, right? The, the the whole reason that we launched it was to give people a place to go, And, it, it, we've got lots of comments and testimonials, and you know it helped me do this. I don't remember the number off the top of my head anymore, but we know that businesses launched out of Context and Clarity yeah. partnerships. Partnerships. Some people decided to go out on their own. Suddenly they're empowered. Suddenly they have permission to go out on their own, and you know all all the stories of the impact of Context and Clarity in the community, and it, you know all that's all that's really gratifying. I mean, it's amazing to hear that. And my, my personality has always been easily putting myself second, you know, and, and trying to lift other people up and help other people. And, you know, when I started thinking about the, you know, contemplating the end of context and clarity, I thought, well, you know, it didn't launch my business or anything like that. But in a very real way, it saved me as much as it saved anybody else, because it gave me a place to go. And it gave me a community of people, uh, to, to immerse myself in. And, um, and, and it's funny. We, we also launched a book club during this. And I didn't have any shortage of, <laughs> of, of books, you know, 30, 40 a, a year or something. But, but we got to the point where we were, we, we would have a book club book and then we would try to get the author of that book in context of 30 live. And so the, the exposure and the ability to talk. To these people. And so I learned so much. And, you know, we've got another show going now, which is essentially the same thing. I learned so much. I absorb so much. If you, if you ever think about doing a project like this and think, Oh, I'm just going to show up and, and have conversations, or I'm just going to show up and interview people and, or, or what, whatever your concept is for your, the content that you're going to produce, you better hang on because you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. You're going to develop new skills and, uh, which, which is certainly a, a part of my current story. Um, you're going to develop friendships. You're going to develop relationships. You're going to build a network. You're going to learn a lot of things. I don't, I don't know how you couldn't, honestly. Um, you know, the, the whole idea of, of processing all of this information for 730 episodes all around the business of architecture. There's no way to do that without learning an right. awful lot, right? And I guess in a really, in a very real way. I probably had more conversations with more architects in the world than anybody else. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If, if you, if you want to think about it in that okay. way. And, and that's a huge benefit to me and what I do. Right. And now, you know, my, my current situation, I'm working with shadow ventures, shadow partners. And one of the reasons I'm working with them is because of my immersion in the AEC world and, right. and my immersion with architects and, and the ability to, <laughs> in a way to come to AIA and blend in, right? And to be able to go to all of these tech companies, all these innovative people and look at them. I've gotten, I've been here 24 hours, not even 24 hours at this point, And our CEO has sent me at least three Slack messages. What do you think about this company? What do you think about this company? What do you think about this company? And what he's asking is, how do architects see this product? Right, right. And and so for me, that's a lot of fun, right? and, and, uh, you know, I'm also doing a show for, for shadow partners and, and that's going to grow very quickly, uh, in similar directions, but I get to research, I get to immerse myself in, in tangents that I've, I've never been in before and be involved in, in other things. But one of the books that we read and talked about and talked to the, um, the author of was content-based networking, uh, James Carver is the author. And the premise is basically, if you really want to be seen as a thought leader, if you really want to build a book of business, if you really want to, to, um, uh, establish yourself in a place that you're not yet, start a podcast, start producing content. He, he produces podcasts. So that's the direction he takes, but he says you can do this with blogs. You can do this with any medium you want. But the idea is you are associating yourself with these thought leaders, you're associating yourself with these people. So a lesson for architects is if you want to be the restaurant architect, start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Start a podcast about designing restaurants or about chef owned restaurants or whatever it is that relates to your niche. And pretty soon you will be that restaurant architect because people associate you with those chefs and with those projects, whether you've done the projects or not. And, And that's not about being fake or, or, uh, you know, fooling anybody. But you know, back to to my story, the amount that I learned in reading the books and talking to the guests and, and hosting all of these—that's seven hundred. It's it's almost a thousand conversations, right? By the time you you combine all these things, you, I, I walk around here and people recognize me, which is pretty freaky. Especially since, well, I guess if they did context and clarity, they saw my face. But a lot of people just hear my voice, and I've had people walk up and say, "I, I recognize that right. voice." Yeah, but the but the real benefit to me is that a lot of people know that I that I'm plugged in. A lot of people know that I understand things that many people and I'm not saying this to try to brag or, you know, it's not an ego things. I understand a lot that a lot of people in our industry don't. And it's just because of the conversations. It's not because I'm smart. It's not because of of anything other than the fact that I've just been immersed in this. And I, you know, I did the work. I put in the time and had the conversations, uh, which is a you know, it's a big part of life, right? It's showing up and doing the work and, and, um and it's been a lot of fun and it, it, it means a whole lot. I mean, I, I joke about it all the time, you know, the the whole Ecclestock, I still, I will never be comfortable with the name, <laughs> but it means a lot, right? It means a lot that people say, Hey, we should gather together and we'll, we'll name it after Jeff. You know, it, it means a lot when I send out an, an email or or a post about what's, you know, some personal things that are going on. And within minutes or seconds, my phone, not not my email, but my phone is lighting up, you know, text, phone calls, etc. You know, it means a lot when you're, I, I don't recommend any of this, by the way. You're in the ER, right? Because who knows what happened in your brain. Yeah. And by the way, if you're going to host 730 uh, conversations like that in that format, you have to break your brain in some way because your brain doesn't naturally work <laughs> that way. But it means a lot when you're there in the ER during COVID. You've got to be by yourself because no one can go in there with you and you don't have any idea what's going on. And you're in the stroke unit of the hospital at 50 years old or however old, whatever my age was. Yeah, I guess it's 50. And you're getting texts and phone calls from people from this community who have never actually physically connected with you. And that, that's a testament to building community. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. So many lessons in this story. Um, a true testament to community, true testament to you. I mean, you really, um, your commitment to this, this community is, you know, can't even explain how in words, the commitment you've given to this community, you mean so much to the people of this community and what you've given them. Uh, for the past, you know, three years is something really, really special. You've literally changed lives, with the work that you've done. Uh So I just wanted to, to say thank you for your commitment to this community and the, and your commitment to the individual people who show up and are part of our community. So thank you.
1: Well, yeah, thank, thank you for that. But, you know, I say this every time we close out Context and Clarity Live is that, you know, this has all been a blast for me and and it, the context and clarity live. Talking to some of the people we've talked to: Seth Godin and Pat Flynn and Mike McAlvay and some—I mean, some crazy names. When Will Godara? Will, Will Godara? Two weeks ago, Uh yeah, absolutely. I mean, some—we we actually have a, a a tab on the spreadsheet. That at one point, it was called bucket list. and at One point, it's called wish list. But it's like these are people that I dreamed, or maybe never dreamed that I'd be be able to talk to. And so when we close out context and clarity live every week, I thank everybody because if it weren't for everybody showing up, it's, it's one thing for me to show up 730 times, but if it were just me showing up, that would have, that wouldn't have lasted. No, it would have lasted three days. Yeah. It wouldn't have made it to the end of the week. You're right. Correct. Yeah. That was a community of people. Showing up 730 times. It wasn't just Jeff. Yeah, Jeff might be the common thread, but but it was 730 episodes of pe- other people showing up and giving me the opportunity to have those conversations. Because if if people didn't care, if they didn't show up, we would not have had the conversation with Will Gadara two weeks ago. Which is you know, Will's the author of of um, Unreasonable Hospitality. Which if you haven't read it, by the way, as an architect, yeah. Show I mean he's he's a restaurant tour, but you'd better read that book. If you don't take anything else away from this conversation, you need to do that. And I've got seven hundred and eighty other book recommendations for you when you're done with that one. But but it's really it really is it, it's everybody else. You know, I'm I'm the only one that was crazy enough to keep showing up day after day to host it. And that's all it was. It was just me reading comments. Yeah. Me showing up with a whole bunch of other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very special. Well, we have uh, Demetrius is back here, so we're going to wrap things up. Um, it's it's great to have you both here because that story that we just talked about, Context and Clarity, really much of that started from the other podcast that you've done, the, the Build Your Brand podcast for Entre Architect. That's how Gable Media started is that, that Entree Architect had the Entree Architect podcast we wanted to create a second podcast called build your brand about branding and marketing. I invited Jeff to host that and I invited uh, Demetrius to come and work with Jeff to create it. And through that podcast, we realized that there was something bigger, something more important to do. That was a really important podcast, hoping to continue to do that podcast. Um, but there was, there was something born out of that, right? More uh opportunities to help this profession, to help individuals in the community thrive through content, right? Through podcasting, through video. Um, and so that's how Gable Media was born, is through that relationship of building that podcast. And so uh it's great to have you both here for me to be able to say thank you, both Demetrius and Jeff, for doing that, right? For, for putting together that podcast, which is a fantastic podcast. I'm so proud of Build Your Brand. But what what blossomed from that is really, really special with what we're doing here throughout the the conference here uh, is with all of these podcasts that, that we're talking about. It's pretty special.
1: Well, what do you think? Did you hear something in this conversation that you can use maybe in your practice or even in your life? If the topic of this conversation is of particular interest to you every week in the Entree Architect Network, I host the Context and Clarity Classroom. It's our weekly opportunity to take what we've learned from our special guests and put those lessons into action in your life and in your work. Find the Context and Clarity Classroom exclusively inside the Entree Architect Network at network.entreearchitect.com. And if you are so inspired by this conversation that you'd like to watch the entire Context and Clarity Live episode, head on over to YouTube find the Entree Architect YouTube channel. There's a playlist there that has all of the full Context and Clarity live episodes. You can also have the Context and Clarity podcast delivered to you every week. Just give us a rating and subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Your likes and your ratings and your shares all help us help other entrepreneur architects like you. And together, they help us build the largest worldwide community of small firm architects. And if you love content like this, check out Gable Media. It's a multimedia network for people that care about the built environment, and it's the home of context and clarity. With Gable's growing family of podcasts and video channels, I know that you're going to find something there that interests you. You can learn more at GableMedia.com. That's G A B L Media.com. So thanks for listening. I hope this conversation has inspired you to think about how you can build your business into something that allows you to practice the way that you want to practice.
0: I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this. I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as.
1: Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical.
0: Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) meant... (laughs)